Hi, Samir Samit here and welcome back to our F1 podcast. Today we'll be talking about the 2022 Belgian Grand Prix and the first race back from the summer break. And this summer break was a very, very silly summer break as it had a lot of driver transfers and driver announcements. So coming out of the summer break to um Spa this weekend, obviously there was a lot of talk during the silly season, as we call it, during the summer break. In Hungary, we heard that Sebastian Vettel would be retiring from Formula One, vacating a seat at Aston Martin. So over the weekend, it was announced, over the um, summer break, it was announced that Fernando Alonso would be jumping ship from Alpine to Aston Martin. So Alonso would be joining Aston Martin, filling in his former championship rival seat there at the um, British um, team. But also another driver that um let was leaving a team would be Daniel Ricardo. It was announced that he would be leaving McLaren a year earlier than his contract said after um mutual agreement was reached between the two parties. So going into FP one now, there was obviously it was so good to be back um with Formula One after the summer break and drivers were facing now um the challenging Spa Frankershamp circuit. And um, right away, we could see Ferrari seemed to have the upper hand with pace. They were two tens ahead of Verstappen and Red Bull, but it was Sainz quickest in the Ferrari with Leclerc behind him by less than a hundredth of a second. But then um, we saw like some incidents throughout the um, throughout FP1. Like for example, Nicholas Latifi had an unsafe release on Max Verstappen. Verstappen having to avoid the Williams coming out of his pit box. And then we saw Yuki Tsunoda sliding his way through the turn 18 chicane, having to catch the back end of his Alpha Tauri. And um, towards the end, we saw Magnussen's Haas um, stopped at the top of Al Rouge, so the session had to be red flagged. And after the red flag got going, there was rain at the end, which stopped everyone from improving their times. But one driver that wouldn't have minded that was Liam Lawson, as he got his FP1 debut with Alpha Tauri, Red Bull's new reserve driver, um, stepping into that Alpha Tauri this weekend, and pre- I'm pretty sure he enjoyed himself a lot. But at the end, it was Sainz quickest, Leclerc second, so Ferrari won two. Max Verstappen was third, ahead of George Russell, then came Lance Stroll, P5 for Aston Martin, ahead of Alex Albon and Daniel Ricciardo, so great showing from both of those drivers, ahead of Yuki Tsunoda in eighth, Lewis Hamilton ninth, and Sergio Perez running out the top ten. But the um also really interesting news for FP1 was that there would be a number of drivers taking penalties this weekend, and with the likes of Max Verstappen, Charles Leclerc, and then you got Esteban Ocon, Lando Norris, Joe Guan Yu, Mick Schumacher, and Valtteri Bottas would all be starting at the back. So that would be a really mixed up grid for Sunday's Grand Prix. Yeah, so now going on to FP2 then in the final practice of on Friday. And immediately in FP2, um, we saw now it was Verstappen's turn to set the pace. And he went much quicker than Leclerc, eight, eight tenths quicker than Leclerc who was in P2, so it was Verstappen now showing that Red Bull and himself have um, really good pace heading into qualifying. 
But we also saw Verstappen's practice start got noted by the stewards because his left front wheel was over the line at the end of the pit lane. And he was then, obviously, you need to have all four wheels outside the pit lane um, line to ha- have a good practice start or else because you're technically then in the way of any oncoming cars who are coming out of the pit lane. And so we also saw Carlos Sainz later on avoid a crash when he put all four wheels at the on the gravel at the exit of turn 13. He was able to cut or he was able to catch the car and prevent it from having a heavy crash. And also Sainz was um, getting upset at Sebastian Vettel and Aston Martin for blocking his lap on that back straight up to the bus stop chicane. Uh, Sebastian Vettel was in the way of Carlos Sainz and on the helmet cam you could see he was showing his frustration. And also at the bus stop chicane, Lando Norris nearly had rear-ended Lance Stroll as he had to um go completely off the track and um avoid Stroll by turning left just before he dived into the pits because he got caught up in some traffic. Also later on, we saw Max Verstappen um get some tear off stuck in his um rear suspension, so he was um going very slow at the top of a rouge after the tear off got stuck and he was talking to his team but he was able to get that fixed but towards the end of the session we saw um some rain in the last few minutes and belgium is a very big circuit spa francochamps is a very um large and very massive circuit so it was raining in some parts of the track and it was still drying um some other parts and that's very common for spa and it caught off some drivers such as um lewis hamilton at eau rouge hamilton survived a very um what could have been a very big crash but luckily he used all his experience to keep it on the road and mick schumacher who had to take to the gravel at the lecomte chicane lando norris and uh, um fernando alonso also um got caught out in the rain but luckily there were no major crashes so at the end of fp2 it was max verstappen who was in p1 with a time of a 145.5 and eight tenths back it was charles leclerc in second then lando norris in third with a really good result and lance stroll in p4 for aston martin and a second consecutive top five finish in practice for lance stroll so he was showing that he had some tremendous pace ahead of carlos Sainz in the ferrari then lewis hamilton sixth alonso seventh russell eighth daniel ricardo ninth and Sergio Perez disappointing for him in 10th. So going into FP3 now, drivers had the final chance before to tune their setup before qualifying start, but immediately one driver pushing too much was Charles Leclerc. He spun at turn 12, tapping the wall. Luckily, the gravel was able to stop him, but that could have been a very nasty incident and a major cha- um rushed repair for Ferrari, but luckily that wasn't the case for them. But one driver that did have problems was Mick Schumacher. He had um issues with his half and he was only able to complete six laps and being five seconds off P19 and ultimately he finished at the bottom of the table in 20th place. But meanwhile, at the other end of the um tables, we saw Sergio Perez quickest, a tenth ahead of his teammate Max Verstappen, who was second. So Red Bull looked like they would be the quickest cars in um before qualifying but you um didn't want to count out the likes of ferrari because science was up there but science was six tenths off the two red bulls in this sec- 
session with Leclerc a second off them. So um, it seemed like the tables had turned from the start of the weekend to before qualifying because now Ferrari seemed way off the pace. Leclerc being beaten by the likes of Fernando Alonso and George Russell in the Mercedes. But in the end, it was the two Red Bulls out in front, Perez ahead of Verstappen, with Carlos Sainz P3 and Lando Norris P4. Great lap from him in the McLaren. Then came Fernando Alonso P5, George Russell P6, and then Charles Leclerc came 7th, ahead of his former teammate Sebastian Vettel, and former winner, of course, in Spa. Then came Esteban Ocon 9th, and Pierre Gasly rounding off the top 10. So going into Q one now, um, there would be it would be a mixed up grid because of all the penalties that people were taking. But um, some drivers though were struggling, and Yuki we saw Yuki Sonoda locking up at turn eighteen, just taking his Alpha Tauri off the road and wasn't able to um improve his lap time because of that so he got knocked out but we saw one driver improving alex albon going sixth fastest so that showed he had really good pace in his williams and um we saw that pace would come in handy later because sebastian vettel in his final run he made it through barely but then he got knocked out by alex albon so that was a major disappointment for him and Aston Martin. Another major disappointment and huge shock was Valtteri Bottas. He was knocked out in Q1 after um that which was a major shock for everyone. But obviously he would be taking um he would be starting at the back of the grid, so it didn't really matter for him. But in the end it was Bottas um out in twentieth, Sonoda nineteenth, Magnus in eighteenth the TV seventeen and Vettel sixteen, but a lot of them would move up after grid penalties. So now going into Q one, we saw Alex Albon once again showing mighty pace in his um in his um Williams in this Q two session. Obviously Albon was really fast in Q one, but now in Q two he was setting fastest sector times. Albon was um P was had the fastest sector one time and ultimately went into the top ten, but um unfortunately at the expense of Daniel Ricardo who once again was off the pace in his McLaren but fortunately for him he would move up after penalties were applied. Gasly Pierre Gasly was another driver off the pace. He um was struggling in his AlphaTauri along with Lance Stroll. Both of them looked really good in the first parts of um the weekend in the practice sessions, but ultimately their pace just dropped off um in qualifying. So it was Mick Schumacher out in 15th, Lance Stroll 14th, um Joe Gonyu 13th, Pierre Gasly 12th and Daniel Ricardo 11th in his McLaren. And finally, now going into Q3, and this was what everyone was waiting to see, who would take pole with all these penalties coming into play. And we saw immediately it was Verstappen fastest in the first run, but obviously he wouldn't take pole because of his engine penalties. And all the same thing would happen to Leclerc too. So Ferrari decided to orchestrate that Leclerc would get a, um, give a slipstream to Sainz. Obviously, we saw Sainz do that in um, France earlier this year when he was taking engine penalties. So um, Leclerc was repaying that favor to him. But even with that slipstream, Sainz was still three tenths off the pace in sector one, then seven tenths after sector two. So Sainz couldn't um go faster than Verstappen, but he still maintained that second place. 
another team that was struggling though was Mercedes. They ended up being one and a half seconds off the pace of pole position after taking pole in Hungary. So it was such a um shock for them I assume because after going from pole position to now suddenly being one and a half seconds off the pace is something they would not want to deal with. Even the likes of Alpine were ahead of them. Alcon was fifth and Alonso was sixth. So that was very good laps from Alpine. But in the end it was Verstappen fastest but Sainz was second fastest but he ultimately would take pole position with Sergio Perez third which would become a front row then Leclerc fourth but he would drop to the back with engine penalties then came Alonso fifth fastest um, then came Alcon fifth fastest Alonso sixth fastest Lewis Hamilton seventh fastest George Russell eighth and then Alex Albon ninth and Lando Norris tenth. But obviously Norris would be dropping to the back of the grid as well. Yeah, so now moving on to the race then and this big moment that everyone's been waiting for, waiting for more than three weeks for a F one race and also for some proper running at the Belgian Grand Prix for the first time since twenty twenty after that rain washed um uh, Belgian Grand Prix last year, so everyone was getting ready to go. So as the lights went out, we saw Carlos Sainz get a good start from pole position and he um was um straight up and clear into the lead from Sergio Perez. But Perez actually got a bad start and he was dropping down the order because Alonso and Hamilton passed him. Um, they passed Perez um, before they even got to turn one. Perez moved over to cover off Alonso, but that just opened the door then for Lewis Hamilton. So then through turn one and then through Eau Rouge, it was signs from Alonso, then from Hamilton, then Russell, then Perez. And then Ricardo and Vettel went wheel to wheel up Eau Rouge, but eventually then it was Ricardo who got um the better... Uh, drive up a rouge and got ahead of the Aston Martin. So then, um, into the Lecomte chicane after the Campbell straight into the Lecomte chicane, for um Fernando Alonso and Lewis Hamilton crashed into each other. It was a very um weird crash because Lewis Hamilton was on the um, in was on the outside of um going into Lecomte and Fernando Alonso was on the inside and Alonso didn't do anything wrong. Hamilton even admitted later that it was his fault. But you could see that um, Fernando Alonso was on the inside and he was trying to take the corner. But then Hamilton closed the door, sort of coming from the outside. And then that launched Hamilton up into the air and damaged his right um rear suspension. And also when he hit the ground back at a very um fast speed, that also damaged the floor. And after that crash, we also then saw Lance Stroll in the same corner. Well, the corner after that, he went onto the gravel and nearly collected Alex Albon, but Albon was able to keep it going, and there was no uh, major crashes after that. But Lewis Hamilton had to retire from the race, and that was such a disappointment for him after having a um, very good chance to score a podium, uh, maybe. But then on lap three, then at the um, same corner, Stroll went off. The other Canadian of land of Nicholas Latifi spun, and he this time he collected someone, and it was Valtteri Bottas on Bottas's birthday. Um, he was out of the Belgian Grand Prix, and after um doing really good, um or after um doing uh, starting from higher up the grid than he anticipated due to grid penalties looking to score points Bottas was out of the race and not at all what he wanted 
So, of course, that brought out the safety car then. And we saw a very early pit stop from Charles Leclerc on lap four. And then we found out it was due to some tear-offs that it, um, ended up in the front brakes. And that caused Leclerc to have to pit. And we later found out that it was Max Verstappen's tear-off that went into Charles Leclerc's brake. And so, yeah, there were... Um, I'm not sure what to think about it. Obviously, it wasn't intentional, but that could have cost Leclerc some valuable points. But obviously, it wasn't intentional for Max Verstappen, so there was nothing really he could do about it. Or the stewards couldn't really pe penalize him for that because he technically didn't do anything wrong. So then Charles Leclerc pit to meet the medium tires after starting from the um, on the soft tires. So on lap 5 then, after the safety car ended, Max Verstappen passed Daniel Ricciardo into um, the bus stop chicane and he was up into 6th place starting from P14th on the grid. Lap 6 then, the next lap, Max Verstappen got past Sebastian Vettel into the bus stop chicane and moved up into 5th place. And then lap 7 then, Max Verstappen again was making moves and this time he got past Fernando Alonso um, on the Camel straight and he was up into fourth place and the next lap too um lap eight max verstappen passed george russell and moved up into third place <clears throat> lap um 12 then we saw carlos Sainz pit from the lead um in onto the medium compound of tires and also on the same lap um max verstappen was able to pass sergio perez on the camel straight and move up to take um the lead from uh sergio perez Lap 14, then we saw Charles Leclerc making moves after had their early pit stop onto the um onto the medium compound of tires on lap four. He passed Lance Stroll and moved up into fifth place. And the um two laps later on lap 16, Max Verstappen then pit and he also went onto the medium compound of tires and came out behind Carlos Sainz but ahead of his teammate Sergio Perez. So on also on lap sixteen, George Russell got past Charles Leclerc, and um Russell actually showing some very good pace in that Mercedes. He was able to get past Charles Leclerc and up into fourth place. Then two laps later on lap eighteen, Max Verstappen passed Carlos Sainz and took P one from the in took P one in the Belgian Grand Prix, starting from P fourteen on the grid. By lap eighteen, Max Verstappen took the lead, and he was there was no turning back after that. And three laps later on lap twenty one, things just got worse for Carlos Sainz, as this time Sergio Perez passed Carlos Sainz, and it was a um, Red Bull one two in Belgium. Lap 36 then, we saw Esteban Ocon make a double pass on Sebastian Vettel and Pierre Gasly. So Sebastian Vettel was, a, um, was ahead of this trio into turn one, and then he got the switch, or he was behind Pierre Gasly, but then he made the switch back on Gasly on the run down through a rouge, and he was ahead of the Alpha Tauri. But then um, Gasly and Ocon behind both had the slipstream and DRS, and they went um, on the either side of Sebastian Vettel. And Gasly was on the inside, and Ocon, with some really good late braking, went all the way around the outside of um, Pierre Gasly and made the move uh, ahead of both of them. So on lap 43, then just one lap um, before the end of this race, Charles Leclerc uh, pit onto the soft compound of tires to get fastest lap. So Ferrari were obviously thinking that they're obviously going to lose massive points. They needed to get at least one point 
um, on their championship rival Max Verstappen, who had the fastest lap at the moment, and then um, so they decided to pit him onto. They decided to to pit Leclerc onto the soft compound of tires, but Leclerc came out behind. Or he came out ahead of Fernando Alonso, but Alonso was r- right on the rear of Charles Leclerc on th- through a rouge and onto the Camel straight. He had the slipstream on and DRS, and Fernando Alonso got past Charles Leclerc. So Leclerc now had to get past Fernando Alonso before he could go up for fastest lap, and he did get past um Fernando Alonso on the final lap on the Camel straight, but. Um, he after the race he was noted for speeding in the pit lane, and um at the end of the race he was given a five second time penalty, which put him behind Fernando Alonso. So in the end, Ferrari just once again screwed up Leclerc's strategy, and they threw away a fifth place, and he ended up finishing in sixth place. But at the end of this race, then it was Max Verstappen with a very, very dominant win from P fourteenth on the grid for the ninth time this season. Uh, Max Verstappen won a uh, Grand Prix and he won the Belgian Grand Prix by seventeen seconds clear from his teammate Sergio Perez. So Red Bull came into the second half of this um season in fighting form with a one-two in Belgium. Verstappen from Perez, then Sainz picked up another podium with P three. Then came Russell in fourth. Alonso um crossed the line in sixth, but was promoted to fifth after Charles Leclerc's five-second penalty. So Leclerc ended up in sixth Ocon seventh Sebastian Vettel in his final Belgian Grand Prix taking eighth place and good points for Aston Martin Gasly in P9 and then Alex Albon with another points finish in 10th place so thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast and be sure to join us next time when we talk about the 2022 Dutch Grand Prix thank you